Intermediate Meeting, July 5, 1979. LL Research Channeling Hatan, Lytos, Latui, Oxel, and Nona. Carla Channeling. I am Hatan, and I greet each of you, my friends, in the love and the light of the infinite Creator. It is a great pleasure to greet each of you, especially those who are new to this group. For, indeed, it is not only our privilege, but our only purpose to share with you our humble thoughts, that you may consider them in the discrimination of your own hearts to accept what is good and to discard that which does not appeal to you. Tonight, I would like to tell you a little story. Once upon a time, my friends, in one of your southern cities, there came to be a very unusual creature. This creature had the body of an alligator, but the wisdom of a man. Soon, those about him learned to treat him as a man. And he wore special shoes and special clothing, and had a hat specially made for him. And he learned to sit upright and eat his meals and hold his job and act in every way like a human would act. One day, he was sitting on a bar stool at his favorite pub, watching the big game on the television set. A rather tipsy man stumbled and stepped on his tail. Somewhat tipsy himself, the alligator was furious, and he whipped around and made to slay the poor unfortunate who had dared to step on his tail. I am sorry, said the drunken man, but I did not see your tail. I do not have a tail, said the alligator with great fury, for I am a man. And again, he made to lunge furiously at the poor man, who grabbed what he could off the bar, that being a large stick the bartender handed him, and rammed it into the alligator's throat, killing him. As the alligator lay on the floor, dead, in his shoes and his clothes and his hat, the man said to him, I may be drunk, but I know an alligator when I see one. We ask you at this time, my friends, to consider this story in the context of your own personality. You must realize that within your own mind, there lives a population of many creatures. Some are saintly, good and pure, kindly and compassionate. Others are, perhaps, boring, over-intellectual. Some of your citizens may be too emotional, and a few may actually be beasts that you may not wish to face. There are many negative emotions which do not seem so negative on the plane which you now enjoy. Greed is explained away as a means whereby produce is generated in the marketplace. Ambition is explained as that which one must do in order to be of service to one's family, to one's children, or to one's best interest. Selfishness jealousy, and envy. All of these things, my friends, can be so easily explained away in your mind. You can clothe them in explanations, 
the hat, the coat, the shoes. And so we charge you in your meditations, first to find your alligator and to remove him, and then to meditate in quiet and humility, knowing that you are not unlike your brothers, but very, very much the same. Let the citizens within you, which are compassionate, grow and spread their wings. This can be done not by your efforts, my friend, but by meditation. Not by conscious thought, my friend, but by intuition. There is no time to be proud, my friends, to assert yourself as a good person or as a bad person. You are a person. You are the Creator, and you have all of the parts of the creation within you. As that is so, all men are your brothers. From the murderer to the saint, from the fool to the sage. Look past the citizenry of your emotions and find the heart of unity that lies beyond all of the paradoxes of human nature. You are in this life. Your vision is blurred and your steps are unsteady, and this is for a reason. Come to understand the challenge of this illusion and the possibility of progress. Above all, come to understand that you will never know your progress. You can only continue meditating, seeking the Creator, and attempting to be a channel for His love and His light among men like yourself. Although we are more advanced than you, we of Hattan know that our thoughts are varied and are not always harmonious. The difference between us, my friends, is simply that we can see our thoughts. We have a reality in our density. Consequently, we have no chance to quarrel with our alligators. When they arise, we must deal with them without further ado. We ask you to never fear what is inside yourself, but only to love it, for it too is the Creator. I would at this time pause so that my brother Lytos may speak. I am Hatan. I am Lytos, and I greet you, as do my brothers and sisters, in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. If you will be patient with me, I would like to work with some of those among you who desire conditioning at this time. I would like first to work with the one known as E. If she would allow us, we will condition the instrument known as E, and if she desires, we would speak a few words through her. I am Lytos. still Carla channeling. I am again with this instrument. I would like to thank the one known as E. We find that, although she is personally a willing and able channel, there are teachers of hers who desire that her tuning be not disturbed at this time, for she is working in other vibrations. Therefore, we will pass on at this time.
we would like to condition the one known as M and allow her to feel our contact. Although we will not attempt to speak to her, we would explain that this vibration may be helpful for healing or for a more peaceful meditation. I am Lytos. We have a good contact with the one known as K, and we would now attempt to say just a few words through her, if she would desire to be of service in this manner. I am Lytos. Still Carla, channeling. I am again with this instrument. The one known as K is somewhat nervous. However, our contact with her is excellent and she is a strong channel. In fact, my friends, this is an excellent group and one in which we are most fortunate to work with. At this time, I would like to condition the one known as E, for she is in need of comfort at this time. We thank our sister E, and would like now to condition the ones known as T and K, so that they may feel our contact and be strengthened in their meditations. I am Lytos. I am again with this instrument. At this time, if the one known as G would wish it, we would like to work with her. We are aware that she has some capability of visualizing our truer natures, which is pleasing to us, and we greet the one known as G. We would at this time, if in her free will she would request it, speak a few words through the instrument known as G. I am Lytos. Again, Carla channeling. We thank the one known as G and are aware that she is very fatigued. However, we have greatly appreciated the chance to work with her. If the instrument known as H will speak freely without analyzing his thoughts, we would like to close through H. I am Lytos. H channeling. I am Lytos. Latouille was calling on this instrument earlier this evening, but he was afraid to speak. I am Latouille. I am with this instrument, although he is on the verge of heart failure. I say this humorously, but he is very fearful that I will not give him words to speak. This is the first time he has spoken in this manner in public. However, we have been with this instrument for a long time. Although he was not aware of it, we have worked with him rather intensely subconsciously and in answer to his calls for help. But he was not aware that all he had to do was listen. He would call, but not listen. Finally, he got the idea of listening and was able to hear us. Since that time, our messages have been to him directly, and he is doing very well as a receiver. 
there is something I would like to say about how to become a channel. All you need to do is relax and listen. And when you get an impression of our name or any word or phrase, acknowledge that word or phrase, and we will give you the next word or phrase. Sometimes, if you do not acknowledge, we will give you a brief preview of what is to come, but not usually, because this tends to confuse some channels rather than help. So the key is relax, be still, listen, acknowledge any impression you get by repeating it to yourself or, as in this case, out loud, and listen for the next impression. That is all there is to it. This channel will acknowledge that now. However, he would have you know something else. When we were first able to come through to him, he had a tremendous ringing in his right ear. We stopped that, and also he had a large hole in his right eardrum, and we healed that. Why did we do this? Because this was interfering with his ability to receive us. That is all for now. I thank you and wish you all well and love and light. Adonai. I am Latwi. There's a pause here during which visitors entered the room. Carla, channeling. I am Axel, and I greet you in love and light. I greet those who have joined us. And I'm here for a specific purpose, for there is a question upon the mind of one who is here which shall not be voiced. But we feel that it is an important question, and therefore we would wish to deal with it at this time through this instrument, although we normally do not use this instrument, for she is a little too delicately tuned for our vibration. It has been said in your holy works that if you deal with mediums and spirits, it is not good, for it may defile you. And this warning has deterred many from listening to the fount of inspiration within them, which exists for all of us. May we ask you then, if to listen to a spirit were to defile, what was it that Saul of Tarsus saw on the road to Damascus? Those about him only saw a light, which blinded the man, but in his blindness, Saul heard a voice. We do not come to you as gods, as people, as individuals. We come to you as messengers of one consciousness. We hope, and we intend, that that consciousness is that of love, for that, my friends, is what the Creator is and what His creation is made of. Love, divine and perfect. The words we speak are poor, and we may seem to be speaking through mediums, but we can only assure you, my friends, that far from attempting to defile, degrade, or undermine any sense of self you may have at this time, or any beliefs that you may treasure, we hope only to make available to you a realization of the love of the Creator. We come in love. We speak in love. 
we look into your hearts and we see that you are love. Let your lives be filled with this love, my friends. Let your eyes shine with the light, which is the wisdom engendered by divine love. And the world about you shall be warm in the coldest winter. And those who gather about you shall know not you, but the Creator. This is our hope for us and for you. Join us, my friends, in this place which you may call the heavenly realms, and be refreshed at the source of love. Come down again from this place into the world with open hands and open hearts. At this time, I would open the meeting to questions. Does anyone have a question at this time? We ask you, please, to feel free to ask anything that you wish at this time. N. I have a question. Do you have an idea of what percentage of souls on the earth return, die, and are reborn? Inaudible. Oxel. We are aware of your question, but we will find it less than simple to answer, for the soul which enters this vibration does not enter for one lifetime only, for the most part, but for a cycle of what you would call time this cycle being approximately 3,000 of your years, according to our best estimates. As you must know, we are somewhat less than perfect in our approximations of your time. Thus, the probability that a person will reincarnate during a cycle is extremely high. The percentage of those who are in physical bodies, as opposed to denser or more spiritualized bodies at any given time, shall we say locus in space-time, is approximately 2%. Thus, most of the souls in the reincarnational cycle at any moment during that cycle will be without a physical body. They will, however, be part of the consciousness of Earth. And it is this unseen and very strong influence which has caused the repetitive actions of your civilization in this cycle. For, unfortunately, your peoples have not made the progress which we had hoped, but instead have repeated over and over again the cycles of war and intrigue for war, which have marred the previous cycle and this one also. Would you like to continue with your question? N. Yes, I was wondering, if the cycle is 3,000 years, how many people will be going through the 3,000-year cycle together? Or is it just scattered? Or are there, like, big groups that would start, say, approximately at the same time and do a cycle? Or just all mixed up as far as... I know you can't get real specific, but I was wondering about that. Oxel. I am Oxel. I am with this instrument. I am aware of your question. The pattern of reincarnation changes during a cycle. Not only the minor cycle, but also the greater cycles. The major cycle and the master cycle. Those of you in this room, for the most part, have met many times before. Not simply in the last 3,000 years, 
but prior to that time, in the last 25,000 years. And there are a few who have met during the master cycle, which is approximately 76,000 of your years. These are all approximations, you understand. Now, my friend, what occurs is that as a soul rises from the ignorance of the darkness of the beginning of a cycle, he begins to collect about himself or herself a series of relationships which begin to have a special meaning due to emotion, which is one of the most powerful words in your language because it deals with the only reality of your world. Those whom you love, those whom you have wronged in hate or envy, those souls you will meet again to again work out a destiny in which the lessons of love can be learned. Thus, by the end of the cycle, such as this one, you will find quite large groups of people gravitating together for a more or less known and specific purpose, which has been generated due to the lessons learned by each in conjunction with the others over a series of many incarnations. Does this answer your question? N. Yes, thank you. Oxel. We thank you, my brother. Is there another question at this time? E. Yes, inaudible. I have noticed with increasing regularity a very unusual phenomenon upon certain people's third eye, a symbol, and in particular, Jimmy Carter, our president. And I was wondering if you could enlighten me about this symbol that I've seen on various people's foreheads. I started noting this about two years ago, and it's very evident to me, and I think if everyone would look closely, they would see the cross that... This question gets cut off because side one of the tape recording the session ends here, but we pick up on side two with Carla channeling Oxel. I am Oxel. I am deepening the state of meditation of this instrument so that she may better receive our words, if you will be patient. I am Oxel. I am with this instrument. I am aware of your question. Yes, my sister, there is indeed a symbol which has begun to appear upon the so-called third eye chakra of those in your society whose vision is already partially within the world to come. And by this, we do not refer to the heavenly world which occurs after death, but that which has often been referred to as the Golden Age. That which seems to be a cross is actually four triangles or pyramids arranged in such a way that they become a golden wheel, which, like the sun, is an entrance into the fourth dimension of being. There should be increasing changes not only in this chakra, but in the higher or crown chakra, and in the auras of many of your peoples at this time as they begin to become aware of what may be called the new vibration or the new age. The old vibration is, shall we say, not dying an easy death. And in its final illness and decease, it may keep many of your people from seeing the opposite of that which seems so hopeless, 
for all spiritual truths are opposites. However, the one known to you as Jimmy Carter, though burdened with great responsibility, is within his heart a true man of a new age, hampered by the realities of his present duties, yet full of an undying hope for the newness of life. Does this answer your question, my sister? E. Yes, thank you very much. May I ask one other short one? Oxel. Please do, my sister. E. What would be the significance of a heart as opposed to a cross on the third eye chakra? Oxel. This normally has to do with the attempt of those among your peoples to be in contact with higher intelligences and thus to heal the earth's brokenness. It is a healing and a loving sign and one which is recognized by many in the heavenly realms as being the sign of sacrifice and, through sacrifice, healing love. Thus, you will find a high vibration in people who carry this sign and, yet, a great desire on their part to deal with the world as it is at this time in a healing fashion. We ourselves are attempting through many in the confederation of planets in the service of the infinite creator to extend a heart symbol about the entire planet, thus shielding it from itself. And the only way we know to do this without interfering with the free will of your peoples is simply make this vibration available. Many of the teachers of your inner realms also work with this symbol. The vibration is rosy, warm, and good. Does this answer your question, my sister? E. Yes, so graciously accepted. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Oxel. We are most appreciative that we are able to share our thoughts with you, my sister. Is there another question at this time? N. I have another question. As far as karma goes, what makes somebody have to turn back, reincarnate again, to work out something that, you know, they didn't work out before? How major a situation does it have to be? Or is it with everything? Would it be as if you stepped on a bug? Would you have to come back and make that up, you know, work it out or something? Or is it just major things? or minor things, or... That's the question. Oxel. I am Oxel, and we are aware of your question. However, it is best to deal with karma not as your people have dealt with it, as lawyers attempting to balance the case in court, or accountants attempting to total the debits and credits. For we are dealing here not with actions, but with thought. A person is as he thinks. That is reality. His actions are the fruits of his thoughts. There are accidents which do not carry karma, and there are seeming accidents which carry heavy karma due to the fact that there was a thought behind the action not evident to the world. 
it is possible for you as a being at this very moment to forgive in your heart all those who have hurt you with such strength that you may stop the karma forever for them. It is possible also for you to take the karma of others, but we do not advise this, for you have your own destiny to work out, and that is enough of a job for you. Thus, you are here to be a loving being. Those whom you meet may be accidents. They may be intentional. It does not matter, for this is the lifetime you are living now, and the actions which are the fruits of your thoughts at this time are the karma that you collect now. As to canceling out the karma of your own previous mistakes, we can only suggest that you analyze each thought that you may have and find if it is positive, if it is of service to yourself or to another, if it is of disservice to yourself or another, if it denies the Creator, if it shuts out the sunlight, if it grasps illusion, unhappiness, want, limitation, need and pain as reality. Stop and meditate on love. That is the end of karma, for the law of love is far greater than the law of cause and effect just as the law of eternity is greater than the law of time and process. Do not linger in the river of your life, but move onward to the sea, dissolving yourself in love. In this way, karma ceases to become your reality, and your love may be freely taken and freely given, with forgiveness to all men for all things. Does this answer your question, my brother? N. Yes, thank you. Oxel. Is there another question at this time? If there are no more questions, we would like to close through the one known as N. I am Oxel. channeling. I am Oxo. I greet you all once again in love and light. We feel it has been a great privilege this evening to be with you to answer some questions, some vocalized and some not. My friends, as we view lives and happenings on your planet, we notice some seek love more than others. But in many, many cases, the secret being to seek for a while the center more so. Feel good, receive some knowledge, taste of oneness, and then become scattered, so to speak, and sidetracked, and then gradually come back to seriously seek again. It is a pattern which, as time goes on, the gaps between the seeking become shorter. For those of you who have thoughts of oneness and love to surround you, even for a split second, you will never forget it. In that split second of inaudible, is within you at all times, no matter how it may be covered up, 
eventually it will shine through. Before I leave you, I shall send you a loving vibration with the intention that you may feel the vibration. I leave you now in love and light. I am Oxel. Carla Channeling I am Nona, and I speak only to say hello and farewell. We come, my friends, in love and light. We surround you, and we reach out to you. At any time that you wish us, please ask for the Confederation. We are always there as your guides and all those who are messengers of the Creator. I am Nona. I bid you farewell and love. Adonai Vasu Buragas. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.